This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Schneimer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. Tolls on the Gardner Expressway and the Don Valley Parkway could get one step closer to becoming a reality as the city council is getting set to debate Mayor John Tory's contentious proposal at today's council meeting, the final council meeting of the year. People, I know you have very strong opinions on this. Hopefully we can get some of your calls in. 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. John Tory says he's confident he has the votes for this to pass. Uh, The premier has indicated that she's not going to stand in his way while both opposition leaders oppose the toll. And so does Councillor Giorgio Mammoliti. He staged his own style of protest against the tolls yesterday when he stood on the gardener asking drivers to honk if they hate tolls. Giorgio Mammoliti is on the line with me now. Hello, Councillor Mammoliti. Libby, how are you? Fine. How are you? Good. Thank you for having me on. Okay, so where is this at? So we're asking questions of staff now. We've determined uh, this morning that uh, uh, they want to spend uh, money that uh, they they themselves don't know how much that would be before uh, the province gives us a commitment. Um, So in other words, they want to start working on this without the province giving us a commitment yet. What in terms of... of, uh, That's a waste of money. Sorry, in terms of uh, checking out which technology they would use or what? Technology, they're going to get staff active, they're going to start looking for contracts, that sort of thing. That costs money. And when I asked whether or not uh, they know how much that's going to be, the answer was no. So in other words, they're asking us for an approval without money uh, being a part of it uh, and not knowing whether or not the province is even, just because the premier says uh, yes to something, it doesn't mean she has her caucus. It doesn't mean she has the MPPs. And in fact, I don't think she has her MPPs. I think uh, the 905ers are going to be voting against tolls. Mm-hmm. Uh, certainly a lot of people uh, oppose the tolls. So uh, basically, what, what do you, what, is John Tory correct that he has the votes for this on council? Well, I would ask any of your listeners that, uh, that certainly don't want tolls to get a hold of their uh, local councillors by email or by phone over the next hour or two, because that could have a very significant role to play in, in uh, turning somebody around that might be on the fence. This is going to be a close vote, uh, and uh, it could it could be two, three, four, or five votes, uh, uh, you know, um, that, that separate the two the two sides. So I think it's important for constituents to give their opinions as quickly as they can. And you think it'll come up in about an hour? Yeah, we take it. We took a, a lunch break, and uh, we resume at two o'clock again. At which point, more questions will be asked, and then we get into the debate itself. So we've got opportunities uh, for your listeners to get to their local councillors and, and try and talk some sense into them. Is, is, is there any attempt to uh, delay this, to put it off? I'm going to try with a motion of my own to refer it off uh, as well to find efficiencies. I'm going to also try to find 
efficiencies uh, within the city of Toronto and move move my own motions to try to find those efficiencies uh, and not toll. And that's what we should have done in the first place. One of the things we're learning uh, as we go along is our, our city staff haven't really looked at all the other options and efficiencies. In other words, do we run the city the way we're running it now or do do we feel that there's money to be saved to perhaps revisit some of the programs that we have that we don't have to run? Uh, for instance, our child care program in the city of Toronto, it's not mandated for municipalities to run them, but we run one of the biggest ones in the province. The province is mandated to run child care. So we should be looking at these kinds of things, having a debate as to whether or not we want to keep spending these hundreds of millions of dollars or whether we just ask the province to take it over as they should. (laughs) Yeah, that doesn't mean they will, though. Well, in in the case of uh, child care, they have to because we're not mandated to run child care, you see. We've chosen to do it. So if we decide that we don't want to do it anymore, it is up to the province to continue uh, to run these child care programs. The other thing is our affordable housing offices. We have shelter. Uh, all these, by the way, have, that I'm about to mention have operational offices uh, and in some respects give uh, a client five or six different counselors in five or six different offices. Let me give you an example. A single mother comes to Toronto uh, uh, for help. They, they, this, this family needs shelter. They need services. They need welfare. Uh, all of these have different offices for that single mother to go to. What I propose is that we amalgamate all of those offices into TCHC, into our uh, uh, social uh, uh, housing office, so it runs all under one roof, and we eliminate all of the other um, uh, operational expenses and deliver a better service. That in itself is is in the tune of about $100 million in savings. Our staff have not looked at this at all. They just want to raise taxes, raise fees, and now introduce tolls to the City of Toronto. Okay, let's uh, take a call from Bob in Etobicoke. Hi, Bob. Hi. Yeah, I'm... I'm uh, one of the things that concerns me about the toll road, first of all, he's, uh, it's a long-term thing. It's three years away. And then uh, estimated costs, I've heard, would be about $20 or $20 million a year just for collecting fees and, and sending out notices for people who haven't paid, whatnot. And um, I do not agree with this, especially uh, I use a road quite a bit. I might be downtown three times in a day. And the fact that it's supposed to be $2, no way it's going to be $2. It's more like $5 per trip because it's not going to be worth their while to collect 2 bucks per trip. Well, the two, he said 2 bucks would per trip would give about 200 mil a year. So, yeah, let's so, let's believe them that it might start at two dollars a trip. Yeah, but it's two to three years away, right? Okay, so that would cost me or, or the average working person the minimum of twenty bucks a week, right? He said in his own words that if he didn't do this, he may have to raise taxes by ten percent, right? In my case. I pay $1,200 a year on my condo taxes, which is fairly low. I agree. It would cost me roughly about $120 a year instead of 20 bucks a week. So I agree. And then there's no administration charge. They, they don't have to do anything. They can pass it in 15 minutes, and the rates go up, and they receive their money. This way, they're going through a lot of aggravation. They're three years away from collecting nickel one. The next mayor may cancel it. All that money wasted. 
You know that you, I don't agree with. You know what, Bob? There, I have heard from a lot of callers who say what you say, saying just be upfront about it. If you need extra money, put it in, raise our property taxes where we can see it. But for some reason, when you say raising property taxes, that's that is like a, a political killer. Well, see, one of the things people don't realize your your property taxes come in two two sections: school tax and property tax. The school tax should be not affected. So the only portion that would go up is your municipal portion of the tax. That would go up. Can I can I add something no here? Do you oh. mind if I add something here? Go ahead, yep. Councillor Mammolini. Number one, uh, we don't know whether the province is even going to agree to this. I was in the legislature the other day when the official opposition leader moved a motion and actually won the vote uh, to not allow for tolls along the Gardner and along uh, the, the Don Valley. And the Liberals abstained from the vote, and that's how they won. How the the opposition won, yeah. The reason they abstained, I was there, is because they didn't have the votes amongst their own caucus. In other words, the 905 MPPs are not going to agree to this. So why are we in the City of Toronto venturing into this cost, this expense, if we don't know whether or not the Liberals, in fact, agree to this? The Conservatives don't. So the best thing to do is hold off till after the next provincial election and make it an issue at that particular election. Tolls, whether or not the province should agree with them or not. Well, and a lot of people say it should actually be an election issue at the municipal level because John Tory didn't run on these tolls. Including myself. In fact, I'm asking John Tory to resign over this issue temporarily and go back to the polls and ask uh, the, the, the voters whether or not he, in fact, has a mandate. And the reason I'm doing that is because he went... Uh, across the last municipal election saying no tolls doesn't make sense it's a cash grab Uh, and as we know he was running against Doug Ford and it was close and I tell you this if he would have said tolls in that highway uh, in that election for the highways he would not be the mayor of the city of Toronto today so do the right thing resign get yourself a mandate for tolls and then come back to council. Don't try and squeeze it in halfway through the term of what he's trying to do right now. Okay, well, uh, just to, you know, I want to tell people what John Tory says is that this plan is bold because it's honest. It's saying we need more money for transit, and he's being upfront uh, about how he's going to get that money. And um, there have been polls which showed that residents of the city of Toronto agree with it because it spreads the cost among people who use the roads who do not live in the city of Toronto. So, so I'm just I'm just giving yeah. people the background of, of the other side of the story. Yeah, I think we should uh, also look at uh, the fact that uh, it's less than 50% that agree to it, and most of, of those come from the actual downtown part of the city. So the suburbs itself, the old Scarborough, yeah. North York, Etobicoke, they completely disagree with this concept. And the other thing is one of the reasons in those polls that nobody wants to talk about say, will uh, traffic increase in communities because people aren't going to pay the $2 and come down your side streets? The answer in staff's report here at the City of Toronto is that it's going to increase by 30%. So in other words, a border uh, ward like mine that borders steel, Steeles Avenue with the 905ers, we're going to see 30% more traffic come down Weston Road, uh, come down uh, Keel Street, come down Islington. And when that happens, it's too late. So 
we can't decide this today. It's not something we should decide on. We have to do a lot more work and get a mandate for it, which is more important. And one other thing, maybe um, if you don't mind me saying, last election, Olivia Chow was talking about tolls. Olivia Chow and some of the others were saying, we want tolls. And all this information came forward. And Mr. Tory, who says he's honest, was a part of that election. And he said, absolutely not. It won't be there. Now, all of a sudden, he's reversed that position. Okay. Um, I'm going to try to fit in one more call. Quickly, we have Alan in Mount Albert. Hi, Alan. Oh, hi. Uh, thank you for taking my call today. Uh, we only have well, about a minute. Okay, I'll be quick. Uh being one of the other towners, my understanding is that about 40% of us are the ones who use the actual uh, uh, 404 coming south. Yet, right. with the implementation of this tax, uh, 40% of the people who actually use the road will have no say about the application of how those funds are used. Um, I would say it's great that you want to invest the money in transit, but local transit doesn't do much for people coming in from out of town. Uh, second point I'd like to quickly make is that living in East Willenberry, our taxes are about 1% of our property values, whereas in Toronto it's about uh, 0.7. So we're actually paying 30% more in property taxes in Toronto. So my feeling is that rather than argue about uh, raising property taxes, that uh, I would feel better if I knew Toronto was paying an equivalent in property taxes uh, rather than trying to uh, decant uh, basically Toronto costs onto uh, uh, 905 uh, uh, municipalities. Okay, Alan, thank you for that. Thank you. All right. Well, obviously, people from outside Toronto want Toronto to pay more taxes. Uh, we have less than a minute left. Uh, Councillor Mamaliti? I would say that I, uh, I agree. I think we're picking a fight with uh, our, our, our counterparts in the GTA, and that this is not the time to pick that fight. Uh, let's deal with ourselves in-house. Let's find the savings in-house and not pick the fights with the mayors and the councillors. And anybody out there who really wants to fight this, get a hold of your MPP and let them know that when the time comes, please don't support it in the legislature. Okay. Uh, Councillor Mamaliti, we will be in touch with you. We will find out what happens today if you are successful in delaying it. Thank you very much for being with us. Thank you, Libby. I appreciate it. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads. Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.